What's going on, people? This is Edgar Otra Vez, bringing you another episode of the Flow Row Podcast. Now, today on the show, my co-host is Cousin Primo, and we're doing a review on the fantastic horror movie, Antlers, starring Carrie Russell, Jesse Plemons, and Jeremy T. Thomas. Now, if you're new to the show and you want to find out more about us, head on over to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There, you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can support the podcast and get some merch. Also, I want to ask for a big favor. While you're listening to this episode, you get to the point where you're like, hey man, this is pretty cool. Then do us a favor, hit like, subscribe, comment, and leave a review for the show. Every little bit helps, and I will appreciate any review that you leave. So just a warning, we're going to spoil this movie. So if you haven't watched this movie, make sure you go watch it first and come back. It's on HBO Max. So if you have a subscription with HBO Max, make sure you go watch it now. If you don't care, then listen on. But you've been warned. Anyway, I hope you like this episode. Now, on with the show. It's supposed to be somewhat healthy, yeah. and you're putting salt on it. Well, dude, like, like you put salad dressing on it, you're already fucking with yourself. Right? Oh, exactly. I know that, uh, I but mean, I'm not gonna add salt to it. Yeah, okay. like, I, like, like what I do when I get a salad, and not always. Man. I'll be honest. Like, you know, usually when I get a salad, I'll go for, I'll go for a vinaigrette. But if I have the willpower, I'll go straight up for like lime and salt. Yeah. And just put lime on it and put mm-hmm. salt on it. That's my salad. That's my dressing. I don't do anything else. Mm. But um, anyway, man, we got to do, we're going to have to do an episode on just breakfast. Oh, yeah. But anyway, this is the Flow Row Podcast. <laughs> I am Edgar Otra Vez. Ot- Otra vez, con estos cabrones, comilones, talking about food and shit. (laughs) Of course, of course, man. How the only only ones that will never say no to us? No, (laughs) (laughs) because they can't. can't. The food can't speak. So uh, they'd freak out. Today on the show, I have cousin Primo. What's up, Primo? What's up, guy? Primo. And today's subject is on the horror movie called Antlers. Now, Antlers is a movie that was made in 2021, and it is about a Wendigo. That's basically the monster in the story. Cousin Primo, before we get started, what are your thoughts? Like, you like it, you dislike it, not not synopsis, but just like your thoughts. First of all, this movie... I love the movie. I love the concept of the movie. I love the idea of the movie. It is a very dark movie. Yeah. First of all, it is something that you would love to watch in the dark because there are some moments in this movie that just make you jump. Dude, dude, I put Bluetooth earphones on Mm -hmm. and watched it off the TV. I was like... That's the worst thing to do. Dude, it was even worse than if it was just the sound off the TV. Ooh. Because I heard every bump, every crinkle of paper, everything. And it scared the shit out of me. There's this, like, they got their typical jump scares, right? Right. But, ah, dude. But I'm, I'm sorry. Keep going. Well, it's like I was saying, it's one of those movies that you love to watch. It is dark. It is suspenseful. It is one of those movies that you just can't, you got to watch the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you, and I'm honestly going to tell you, if you miss something, 
you're going to have to start all over again mm-hmm. to watch it because yeah. it is one of those movies that you have to pay attention to. You know, but it was a great movie to watch. But I never really got a really good look. No, at the monster. You're you're right about that. There were glimpses, mm-hmm. like rear instances, shadowing. The shadowing in that movie was great. Yeah, the color was like the dark color. Yeah, was really dark. Really, really dark. Mm-hmm. Okay, lets you um, use your imagination to its fullest because you have no idea what's going on. So there was a few wacky jump scares and stuff. Right. Uh, there was quite a bit of that. But again, I had the earphones on. So when the jump scares popped, I was like, ah! <laughs> and I was watching it in bed with my wife. Like my wife was asleep and I kept like jumping, you know, in bed. And she kept like. I did that. Yeah. And I kicked my computer off the damn tablet. Because <laughs> I was sitting and I had the computer like by my foot. And I was like, I have a little tray where I have on my laptop and stuff. And I was like, there's a scene where, um, I don't, I don't want to jump ahead of ourselves, but mm. before we just play the movie, but there was a scene uh-huh. where it's, it's like building up to a certain point and then it happens. Yeah. And I just went, oh, yeah. my foot jerked out <laughs> and I knocked the whole thing over and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> And there was another scene that had me jumping, uh-huh. and I just threw the headphones off. I'm like, no, nah, I can't do this. No. Oh, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, okay, so let's give the synopsis. So the movie starts with a child in a car, mm-hmm. in a pickup, actually, and he's waiting for his dad. Turns out his dad is cooking meth in this uh, abandoned warehouse or abandoned, mine. Uh, an abandoned mine. And so, like, he comes up. Tells the kid, hold up, we're downstairs, we're cleaning up, we'll be we'll be up in a minute, we've been working, right? You get a sense of like, oh, he's working, like he's working in the mine or something. Then he goes down and you realize, oh, this guy's cooking meth, right? Right. And so and then these guys start cleaning up the meth and start hearing like this weird noise, which is kind of almost like moose-like, you know, or like a deer in heat or something. Right. It sounds like, and it's like screamy. It's kind of screamy. It's so creepy. And you realize, like, what the fuck is down there, right? So then <laughs> dudes go down there, and, and one guy's like, what are we doing? Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get our shit. Let's get out of here. Dude's like, no, well, let's go see. Why would you want to go see? But anyway, they go down there. They get trampled or whatever or get attacked mm-hmm. by something. You don't realize what, right? And then you realize, like, this kid is upstairs, you know, above ground, outside, sitting in the pickup, waiting for them to come up. Meanwhile, these guys are getting attacked. She, he, he walks towards the open door, toward, leading towards the mine, and then that's where it cuts off. You right. don't realize what's going to happen, but you realize, oh no, this something's going to happen to this kid. As the story progresses, we find out that this kid has a brother that's going to school. Mm-hmm. And there seems to be some kind of trauma happening. You don't realize what exactly is happening to this kid, but there's some kind of abuse. Uh, one of the teachers at this school, who's played by Carrie Russell, realizes and recognizes that this kid is being abused somehow and is going through a lot of trauma and tries to kind of figure out, insert herself, gets involved in this kid's life and tries to figure out what is going on. 
So she goes, she does a few things. She goes over to the house a couple of times. She talks to principals and stuff and she talks to police, but there's all this red tape, right? So she takes it upon herself to go over there and explore and figure out what's going on. She realizes there's something wrong at this house. She keeps coming back, gets involved, gets the principal involved. Eventually the principal goes over there and gets eaten by the dad who we find out at some point before this, that the dad is suffering from something. You don't really know what. And then you finally understand that he's in like in the middle of becoming a Wendigo. And so he attacks the, the principal, eats the principal, and then fully, and you see it on screen, fully becomes the monster, right? He leaves the house because that's where they were. They were shut up in the house mm-hmm. and uh, escapes from the house. And then he starts attacking people outside. Uh, as things get worse, the police finally get involved. They get, they get the kid. They get the kid in the hospital. They realize that he's not only traumatized, but he's also starving. He's malnutritioned. So they get him into the hospital. They get him some medical help. He stays at the hospital for a day. And then eventually he gets released into the custody of the teacher that gets involved. Right. Um, of course, the teacher continues to kind of get involved with this kid. Things progress, get worse. The Wendigo, the dad, continues to attack and eat people and just get bigger and stronger and weirder. Uh, along with the kid, he takes the kid with him everywhere. So then eventually, now that the cops are involved, cops go over to the house where the Wendigo was supposed to be. No, wait a minute. Now that the kid is in the teacher's custody. There's mm-hmm. a cop outside the house watching the house. Right. And before we go on, let's specify that the, the chief of police mm. is actually the teacher's brother. Oh, yes. The teacher's brother, who's played by uh, Jesse Plemons. Right. And his name in the movie is Paul Meadows. Thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. So Paul Meadows is the chief of police and is getting involved, but knows... That this family has trouble, that the that the guy has been in trouble for, or the dad has been in trouble for a lot of things, uh, specifically drug involvement, right? But they won't take the kids from them because if they take the kids, there's they don't really have the funding or money or whatever to really take care of the kids in this town because it's such a small town. So they leave the kids with the dad, and it's just fucking nuts to me to think that there's a there's a certain amount of reality mm-hmm. in this in this story but anyway there's a police officer sitting outside of the house protecting the teacher just in case of course the window shows up there looking for his son and draws one of the police officers into a shed right right so the police officer goes over into the shed finds the other brother the other little brother whose name is aiden hiding in one of the boxes in the shed and he's he looks like a mess, the little kid by that point. Right. And then just as he's standing there, there's that big jump scare that you were alluding to, mm-hmm. where the cop is standing in the doorway and shlink the window go shanks him straight up, mm. straight well, up. That was the second one. That's the second one. What That's was the, the first sec- jump scare? The first jump scare I had when he was transforming. Oh yeah, you know, and his, the antlers just came out of his mouth. Came out of his mouth and his chest all at the same time. And I'm like, you know, and I'm like, Jesus, you know, 
Dude, that was bad. That's gross. That That's was crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy, crazy. Yeah, you know, never but, thought of that was gonna happen. Yeah, and and so um, so then. That's the first jump scare. The second jump scare being there's a couple after that. Oh yeah, there's but good. like he gets he gets shanked, and by the antlers of the monster who just seems to be just a big thing of antlers at that point. His whole back is covered in it and yeah. horns. Yeah, he's just horns. Right, and so he just rips into this guy, basically leaves him for dead. The brother Paul Meadows or Jesse Plemons, uh, Paul Meadows shows up. The other police officer. Goes in there and investigate to see what happened to his fellow police officer. And all I can think about is like, dude's down. Call for help. Is there more than two cops in this town? I don't think so. I don't know. You know, call the fire department. Call somebody. Somebody with lights. You know. A lot of lights. A lot of lights. And so he walks into the shed. He gets attacked, you know, and and survives somehow. He gets tossed around, first Mm, of all. Yes. He gets shanked and is caught mm-hmm. on that thing's antlers. Yes. And gets shoved around wow. through the wall. Right. And then gets knocked out from, from just getting beat on so much. Jesus. It was, that was rough. That's dude. a rough tussle, man. That's yeah. That's a rough tussle right there. For sure. And so then um, uh, Carrie Fisher's, uh, Carrie Russell's character. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Carrie Russell's character. <laughs> Uh, Julia Meadows shows up, pulls the brother out of the car. I mean, out of the shed, puts him in the car, and then drives his ass with her uh-huh. and the kid to the... Oh, no, the kid's already... No, the kid ran away. Yes, at, by when that point. The, when, the brother, when the brother showed up. Yes, right. So... Or the dad and brother. The dad and brother. So yeah. what happened was he actually disappears... And then when the brother, get, the police officer gets attacked, the second police officer gets attacked, who happens to be the teacher's brother. Yeah. She knows that they went back to the mine. Exactly. Okay. So she knows that's where, that's where he's at. That's where the boys are at. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she makes her way to the mine. Yeah. She makes her way back to the mine. And all I could think about is like, drop off your brother first. No, she calls on the radio. Hey, we're over here. Send an ambulance. <laughs> I'm like, I, I was like, damn, that's some, fa- that's some fucked up family. That's a fucked up family Fuck. for real. But I mean, I understand the urgency, right? Yeah. Like, she's she's trying to save this kid. But your brother's fucking bleeding out here. Man, like, that kid ain't even yours, man. That's yeah. blood right there. Straight off. Like, take your brother to the fucking hospital first. <laughs> You're a fucking ass who's not a police officer. Right, first of all. And not trained to kind of like take on, you know, criminals. Let alone a fucking nine foot tall fucking monster. creature. Yeah. Jesus. I would, I, first of all, if it were me, I love you. But I ain't going in that hole. I'm sorry. <laughs> not unless I go in there with a, like a couple of machine guns and a, a machete. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, I'll even go with a shovel. Nah, dude. But- no, dude, I ain't fucking going in there. <laughs> Unless it was my kid, then I go in there. Fucking guns are blazing. Ugh. Like fucking like but if like if it's somebody else, man, if it's not my family, I'm sorry, man. Nice knowing you. <laughs> I'd be, be like, you good? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Call, I called the cops. They're on the way. way. <laughs> With the ambulance. With Hang the in brother. there. <laughs> Don't get eaten by the monster. <laughs> Run away. No, nah, dude, I, there's no fucking way I go down there. No fucking way. Dude, no. I mean, it's it's. 
But it's she's a, fucking nuts. She, not only does she go down there, she takes her fucking brother who's fucking, who could be dying, yeah. in the car, leaves him in the car. Like, what if he gets attacked? Well, he's, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so she goes <laughs> down there into the, my, you see, there's a lot, of, see, every single time with these monster movies, like, there's always those like, man, nobody from the hood would do this shit. Nobody. Yeah, like, well, let's go get some tacos. And not not even, bro. You call the police. Let's call the That's Bible. what the police is for. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so homegirl goes down into the basement. <laughs> she's got the biggest canicas on her, bro. Nice she's, she's got the biggest fucking pair on her, man. Like, holy cow! But she goes down there with 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 a gun. What a gun! That's all she's got. She doesn't know really what she's going in, what she's getting into. And she doesn't know how to shoot for shit. No. So like, well, the other thing too is like, it's dark down there, right? So right. It's like at one point she loses. So anyway, she gets down there. She sees the boy, realizes that there's something else down there and finds a, herself a monster. And the monster at that point, who was formerly the dad, has the face of the dad still on his face Dude, but it was just the skin that is creepy he was wearing his father the, the the his face as a mask basically basically it's hanging off of him yeah you know it was creepy yeah well it wasn't like he was doing it on purpose i think it was no. just left over from the transformation right but i think by now that thing should have fell off that's what i thought i'm okay. like you, you already eaten like three four people already yeah like okay. how's that shit still on your face yeah you know? exactly but like he he was like walking around with the skin of the former self on right. there, yeah, and and was like just creepy as fuck, and uh, she turns around, starts firing at the monster. Uh, eventually, she gets the, the flashlight knocked out of her hand, realizes that you know there's like a big long metal pipe of some sort that she's able to use to stab the monster. Over and over again. And I'm like, you are so fucking lucky. Yeah. Like, there's no fucking way. But I guess, like, one of the things that they mentioned in the story, or, because um, at one point, there's, there's, there's always a wise man, right? And mm -hmm. in this story, we have a Native American who kind of tells you, who kind of knew what was going on the whole time. Mm -hmm. and, and he was like, yeah, no, this, this is a, a Wendigo. And there are certain points where you can attack it. And when it's weakened, that's when you can kill it and pull the heart out and it'll die. Right. You know? And that, that, the shaman was played by um, Graham Greene. Yeah. Right. Who happens to be a very, very, very talented actor. Yes. He was in Dances with Wolves and right. he has a long career. But yeah, he is actually a Native American. Right. Uh, I believe from Canada. Mm -hmm. But... This cat, you know, told us the backstory of what a Wendigo was right. and hinted at a way to kill him, which is the weakened state that we just mentioned. Mm -hmm. So she was able to kill this thing. But then uh, as we find out, there, it, it almost hops from one person to another mm -hmm. and it hopped to the little boy, Aiden, who was not going to school the whole time, not the focus of the story, but like one of the other side characters. And he was becoming a Wendigo. And then Carrie Russell's character had to go over there. Julia had to go over there and kill him. Right. But it was a mercy killing. You but need yeah. to explain how these Wendigos have to, how they get killed. They have to be killed and they have to be stabbed in the heart and then right. have the heart pulled out of them. The hearts needed to be pulled out. First of all, the hearts are like, they're on fire, literally. Yeah. Because she, when she pulled out, when she killed the first Wendigo, 
she the first thing she started doing was stabbing the crap out of it to pull out the heart. Yeah. And the heart burned her hands. Yeah. It was still ignited. So in order for her to kill this Wendigo, she needed to stab it. Yeah. She stabbed it and it jumped to the boy. Okay. And then she's explaining it to the big to her older brother, hey, I need to do this. Yeah. And the the the, the older brother was like, He's he's just sick. He's yeah. just sick. He'll get better, I promise. And he goes, "You know, it's not going to happen." It, which is, uh, and, and there's there's something else there that that I want to circle back to because part of this is there's all there's kind of like an underlying discussion about uh, abuse, right? And how some of the victims in these stories, in in real life abuse stories, how mm-hmm. they kind of protect um, the people that abuse them, right? right? But anyway, like. So yeah, so she 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 explains to the kid, no, we we have to kill him. He's not gonna get better, and you know he's not. Right. And so she kills the kid, the the little kid. Right. Uh, and so now that boy, Lucas, is orphaned. He's got no family at this point. Totally traumatized by this whole situation. Completely. And so then, uh, she takes the boy, and I get I guess eventually by the end of the story adopts this kid, right? Right. The police officer, her brother. Uh, again, Jesse Plemons, uh, uh, Paul Meadows in the story recovers mm-hmm. and is like, they're standing at like a lake or something and they're having this conversation and their focus is on, on the boy, on Lucas. Right. And all they could think about was like, well, what's going to happen to Lucas? Is he going to become a monster like the rest of his family? Right. And and they don't know, you know, because one of the points that that character made, Paul, right, was like it's like taking in a, a cub, a tiger. We don't know what he's going to do. Like he can become a monster, right. And so then, you know, eventually they they take the kid, and the teacher and Lucas walk away, and then Paul starts coughing up blood, mm-hmm. and realizes, oh shit. Maybe it's not the kid that's going to be the monster. Right. It's like, I'm next. I'm now, I'm now inflicted by the Wendigo. Right. And then that's where the story ends. Right, which is a very, very sad story. Oh, dude. It's so one of the points that I wanted to make is that there's, this story is not only about horror and a mon- a creature that kind of kills things and stuff. It's a story about there's this underlying tone about abuse, right? And this kid is just a you know, he's nightly abused. Like he was already being fucked up. Right. By the dad and the and the life he was leading as a meth cooker mm-hmm. or a meth dealer and user. But now he was also like, now he, there's this monster. And so the dad was this monster. He was always a monster. Mm-hmm. But now he was this, he was really, he was really a monster. And this kid, all he wanted to do was protect his dad, feed his dad so that he would love him. All right. He said that. He's like, if I give him food, he'll love me. Exactly. And so he would do all these things to set traps and capture little mon- little animals and stuff and bring it and feed it to not only him, but the dad. 
you know, who was an animal at that point. Right. It was, it, it, it's just so sad. It's sad because throughout the entire movie, you, you know, I noticed it and we talked about it. Throughout the entire movie, they're showing how both, of, how the lead actress, Terry Russell, she herself is a victim of abuse, mm -hmm. sexual abuse. Okay. So throughout, throughout, the throughout the movie, you're seeing a little glimpse of what happened to her. You don't really understand it until the end. That she's she was also a victim of abuse. Well, they made it kind of pretty apparent really early. Well, but you don't really understand completely what the abuse was. Right, because at one point I thought she was an alcoholic. You thought that the dad was an alcoholic. Well, she was an alcoholic because when she went to the store the first time, oh, uh, she kept eyeballing the liquor. Oh, really? Right. And she was like, "No, no, thank you." Yeah, you know, she's like, "No, that's it." That's oh, I don't, I don't remember seeing that. And the second time she went to the store, she looked at it, and then the cashier said, "Can I help you with anything?" And she had nothing on her. She was gonna buy that liquor, and she decided not to, and she walked away. Oh, okay. So then, that's why I, I thought she was like alcoholic. But by that time, I already knew that there was something else going on with her. Okay, so I didn't realize this. I do remember that scene where she was in the store mm -hmm. and then she left and I didn't get what was going on. Like, why did she leave? I don't understand mm -hmm. why why that scene even mattered. Right. And I didn't realize it was about alcohol. So maybe the dad was an alcoholic mm -hmm. and would abuse her. And so she, and so just like other, in other worlds where, the, or other worlds, in other cases of abuse, when you suffer from a type of abuse, you become that type of abuser. Right. So like, well, I, I would think that she was an alcoholic to, to, um, how could I say like to cope for the pain because she was sexually abused yeah. by her father, but maybe her dad was also an alcoholic at the same time. Right. And that's when he would abuse her. Right. And so then she started learning to drink alcohol to cope. Right. Exactly. The cope. That's yeah. exactly so what like, so I don't know if you know this, but uh, in terms of like just like other cases of like sexual abuse and stuff like that, and that mm -hmm. kind of, you become the same kind of person, right? Because I mean that's what you learn, right? You mm -hmm. learn, you learn, you learn this, so then you start doing it too, and you start doing it to other people. So when you grow up, you become the same kind of thing, which is kind of the same thing that happened with the Windigo. It's just like the Windigo. Uh, is a type of monster. So mm -hmm. it's a mind virus. I, I've mentioned this to you before. Right. So this is like, he, he's, he's an abuser and now he spread it to the kid because in the end, the kid was going to become a, a monster too. Mm -hmm. and, and the only way to get rid of that monster was to kill him. Right. You know? You have to get rid of, you have to kill him at, an, at the weakest state, which is when they're transforming. Yeah. The When they already, before they, before they eat human flesh. Before they eat again, yeah. Right. So and when they were really hungry. Which I thought the little kid was going to take a bite at her. When yeah. She, when he, when, and she hugged him. When he hugged him, I'm like, first of all, no. Yeah. Don't do that. These things eat people. Yeah. Yeah. She <laughs> went know? over and she hugged that hugged thing. Hugged that kid. And I was like, what are you fucking doing? Are you stupid? Exactly. <laughs> like that thing, that thing is going to take a bite out of you. And that's it. It's over. Yeah. It transforms. Yeah, and it didn't. Like she, she was able to kill it before she, right. you know, Which before it got worse. But crazy, crazy.
but I mean, it's just it's just one of those things. Like uh, Wendigo, the Wendigo thing is a mind virus, just mm-hmm. like uh, abuses, just like being an abuser and a person that abuses people. Your victims eventually become abusers themselves. Exactly. And so uh, it's horrible. And so one of the things that she talked about was dealing with getting over the trauma. Exactly. Right? She said it took her a long time to get over what had happened to her at that house. Right. And so that's why she was. She actually came back because she actually could. She was strong enough. Mm-hmm. She had changed her life, become a different person. Because that's the only way to get rid of this kind of stuff. To make your mind strong. Realize that 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 uh, that this thing has been passed on to you and you got to fix it. Mm-hmm. Right? So her leaving... So I'm glad you noticed the, the whole uh, alcohol thing because I didn't. I didn't pick up on that. So like she was fighting back those right. tendencies that were taught to her. And that was one of the reasons why she didn't turn. Exactly. Because she's strong-willed. Yeah. As well as the big brother. Yeah. Well, the big brother was willing to fight. Well, the, the big brother's still dealing with trauma. He's still dealing with trauma, but he was strong enough. To walk away. Yeah, but no. Now he's got the Wendigo at the end of the story. No. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the big brother. Oh, the big brother. Oh, you're talking about uh, Lucas. Right, Lucas. Yeah. He was strong enough to walk away and accept that this has to happen. Well, the other, well, that's partly due because of the teacher. But also right. he, was, he was smart enough to realize that he didn't want to become like the, the, other, the other two. Right, the dad and the and the brother. Right, which which I don't know where he got the idea of just feeding him food. That little kid was like, "Wow, he for, for smart for I want to say smart for his age." Yeah, that kid set up trap. Was reading books on how to trap animals, how to hunt for animals to mm-hmm. feed his brother and his dad. Yeah, to keep him from them right. harming him. Right, exactly. Because that's what he was doing. He was surviving pretty, pretty much. And I was like, "Wow." For a little kid to like understand that is crazy. Like I know this is a movie, but this shit happens. Right. People people evolve and 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 learn ways to survive, right? Exactly. And she he knows we're poor, we don't have money. So what we gotta do is we gotta trap animals so that we can so that I can feed them and keep them happy. Because that's right. what he was trying to do. Keep right. them happy. Cause all all the dad was was angry. He was always angry because he was he was a monster. Right. But also, like again, that looks like abuse, right? Because right. an abuser is, you know, sometimes that manifests as anger, right? Or usually manifests as anger. It's anger, and the, and they're beating on the kid and stuff like that, right? So that so this is. I mean, I am not a social worker. I don't have a degree in psychology or anything like mm-hmm. this. This is just my understanding of the little bit of that kind of life. But like, yeah, so the kid had to evolve. He had to learn new things in order to to appease the monster of his father. I sort of also like the fact that the father recognized that there was something wrong with him. He knew. And he did what he, he was sane enough to tell his kids, hey, daddy's sick. Yeah. Lock me up. That was one part of the story. You're right. Like there was a scene where he was like, like, look, I'm really, really sick. I don't feel well. You know, just make sure you lock me in here. 
you know, because he already knew he was going to eat people. You know? Right, which, which, which another, the shaman also pointed out is like, when they saw, showed him the pictures of the Wendigo, they said, like, was, is this kid a native? Yeah. And he's like, no. He's like, how does he know the stories? How does he know? How does he know what this is? Yeah. And he was like, because then he started telling the story about the Wendigo, you know, which we need to explain to our viewers as well as what a Wendigo is. Oh, good point. So, um, from my research and my understanding, because I love this kind of shit. I love mythology. Mm -hmm. And I especially love it when it gets brought into uh, movies. But the mythology of the Wendigo, as far as I know it is, is that Usually the story goes as there's a tribe because it's it's a Native American mythology, right? And what happens usually in in the stories that are told is is that uh, a family group goes out for hunting or for gathering or something, gets stuck out in the mountains in the snow, and un are unable to come back for one reason or another. Either they got lost or it gets too cold, and they get stuck out there. They're stranded out. And they have no other no other thing to do other than to start cannibalizing each other. Mm -hmm. And once that kind of happens, there's no going back. Because now right. everybody looks like cattle to you, right? Exactly. And so the different stories of the Wendigo is that it becomes a monster. It's a shapeshifter, right? So it becomes this monster. Usually there's antlers associated with it. But then also like it gets thin. Some versions of this, there's a, there's there's a versions where it's it's really skinny, right? Other versions are that it you know because it's hungry. Other versions are that it's it's thin in one way, so like it's almost like a walking piece of paper. So yeah. like when it turns, it disappears. Right, right, right. right. So like okay. if you look at it straight on in the in for like like in the face, like straight up square. Mm -hmm. You see it. If it turns sideways, you can't see it. You can't see it. It disappears because it's standing sideways. Exactly. So it's it's got several different uh, manifestations. Those are the versions that I know. Um, but yeah, it's uh, some like in Marvel comics, it's depicted almost like a like a Bigfoot, and like an abominable snowman. Yeah, but in in most Native American stories, it's closer to being almost like a moose or like a giant deer or something. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I think realistically, it, what it is, is it probably was a thing. Mm -hmm. It's something to be warned about because once that person in real life eats another person, like I said, everybody becomes food. Exactly. And so whenever things get tough... They're going to eat somebody else. Exactly. So they're just going to continue to, to, to murder people. Mm -hmm. And that is um, that is a huge, obviously, no-no. But, there, <laughs> but there's other, I, I believe there's other issues with that, too. Like, I don't know what diseases may occur from cannibalizing other people. Mm -hmm. But, like, we know that, I believe, and don't quote me on this, but if <laughs> cows eat other cows. They're considered mad cows well they get mad cow disease mad cow disease exactly and so now that meat is already that meat there is tainted yes and it causes um for a human to eat mad cow it causes um mad cow disease well no not well, yeah. humans humans get mad cow disease yeah 
But it's essentially a, a form of dementia. It's a, it's a form of dementia, exactly, which is wanted to say some sort of like, it affects the brain at one point. I am not an expert. Me Neither either. of us are experts. We're nope. not doctors. I'm an expert in comics, but not this. Yeah, but <laughs> like, but but from my understanding, this is the, the thing here. Let me... Causes, uh, I know I started like, uh, what's they call it? Schizophrenia. Causes stuff like that. Uh, delir- uh, delusions. So uh, most scientists think that the BSE is caused by a protein called a prion for a reason that are not completely understood. The normal uh, prion protein changes into a abnormal prion protein that is harmful. That is the mad cow disease. And that's, that's a snippet uh, of a description of mad cow in, that I found on the FDA website. Mm-hmm. What's the cause? What causes mad cow? Most scientists think that la 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 la. The body of the sick cow does not even know the abnormal prion is there. Without knowing it is there, the cow's body cannot fight off the disease. BSE is also known as mad cow disease. But anyway, I don't know why it's BSE. A common sign of BSE in in cows is an incoordination. A sick cow has trouble walking, getting up. A sick cow may also act very nervous or violent, which is why BSE is often called mad cow disease. It usually takes four to six years from the time a cow is infected with the abnormal prion to when it shows symptoms of BSE. This is called the incubation period. During the incubation period, there is no way to tell that the cow has BSE by looking at it. Once a cow starts to show symptoms, it gets sicker and sicker until it dies. Usually within two weeks to six months, there is no treatment for BSE, no vaccine to, uh, to prevent it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but that's between cows. Can people get BSE? People can get a version of BSE called variant Crutzfeldt-Jacob disease, VCJD. As of 2019, <laughs> 232 people worldwide are known to have become sick with VCJD. It's almost like uh, John claude Van Damme, JCVD. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and unfortunately, they all have died. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, it is thought that they got the disease from eating food made from cows sick with BSE. Mm. Most of the people who suffer, who become sick with or VCJD, lived in the United Kingdom and at some point in their lives... Only four lived in the United States, and most likely these four people became infected when they were traveling overseas. Hmm. So this means it's not like catching a cold. Right. You have to ingest it, it looks like. Exactly. A person or a cow cannot catch it from being near a sick person or cow. Also, researcher studies have shown that people cannot get BSE from drinking milk or eating dairy products, even if the milk came from a sick cow. Mm. So what is the FDA doing to keep the food safe? So it comes from food. Yeah. So anyway, it, it, it's because you eat uh, uh, an animal sick like this. I think there could be something similar. There's right. a madness that happens when you eat another human. And at the very least, at the psychological level, right? Oh, of course. I mean, you know, people eating people, that sounds it's crazy. It's crazy. So then dude, yeah, he was conscious enough to know he was sick. Right. And so he uh, he he put padlocks or he put locks on the door. Right, which was weird because in the beginning of the movie, I was like, man, these little kids kind of smart. He put up a padlock, two types of freaking locks, and then 
I was like, Jesus. Yeah. Like he was really, I thought, wow, this kid's really smart and he's, yeah. really, he's really good with tools and stuff, right? Exactly. No, the dad did it. The dad yeah. did it because he knows he's a monster. Right. And that's kind of like the apologetic state in which some of these people become where like they know they're, a, they're an abuser. Right. They know they can't help themselves. So they do things, they apologize, they, they, they try to make up for it. And in this case, he locks himself. Right. You know, and at night, he starts banging on the door and he's like, and he's like banging on the, I was like, ah, this is so fucked up. Dude, I have a, I want to point something out to you and I want, I want your opinion on this. You saw the part, he, the kid is remembering that his dad made the locks and everything and the dad is trying to make, make him understand, hey, do not unlock this door. Yeah. Okay, if I bang on it, don't. Daddy's sick. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, don't open it no matter what. Now, there was a part where the older brother tells the little brother, he's like, hey, daddy's sick. See? Uh-huh. And then dad, it's by the door. He grabs the kid. Did he, did he sacrifice his brother to keep him calm? I don't know. Dude, because he like slammed that door quick and started like, he started banging on the door. He started yelling, the little bo- the, the the older brother. And I'm like, maybe at that point he already understood that he was already infected. Or he was already cursed. I don't think he under... He, yeah, he knew. Right. Because at one point he didn't make that statement. He knew when they both came back, they were already different. Right. So then he had to keep them both together. Right. I was like, this is... He just threw his brother to the wolves. I, I think he was just trying to. He he realized his brother wasn't normal anymore. Right. And he he couldn't keep him around either, wow. so he had to lock him up too. And I think part of it too was it was very hard for him to do it mm-hmm. because he loves he loves his dad mm-hmm. and he loves his his brother, but he's got to realize that his brother is also kind of fragile at that point. Right. Yeah, fucking oh man this movie like i was horrified but not from the from the scary monster part of it mm-hmm. from the trauma that the boy was going through the, the boy and the and the teacher went through mm-hmm. it, it hits hard to know that people go through that type of stuff oh dude it's how about that f- brutal how about that fucking scene where the the She's playing on the piano, uh-huh. and she's having memories, right? And, and you don't get like a whole understanding or a glimpse of what happened, but like you saw this fat old man, like laying in bed, hugging like a like a teddy bear, a or something? teddy bear, a teddy bear, and, and he was like crying, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? He was like naked, yeah, and um, I'm like, oh, at the same fuck. time she's thinking that she she. She's imagine she's remembering what he did to her. Yeah. Like puts her hand on her shoulder, starts making her way down to her chest, her yeah. neck, and she's just trying to fight through it. So here's the part that's not clear, and it's done on purpose. Okay. There's a hand that comes across, it starts on the shoulder, and right. like you said, it starts going through her towards the front and then goes like into her shirt, right? Right, and is it, it's it's obvious to us that someone entered the room, right? Us being the viewer, right? Mm-hmm. And 
to a certain extent, you understand that it's the brother, Paul. Right. But it's not clear where her imagination starts and mm-hmm. where what's actually happening is, right. is occurring on, on screen. Because the hand comes across and she's playing on the piano and you don't know if the brother's actually doing that or not. You Actually, it's the father because she's a, you see his head in the, in the back. But... But here's the thing. Uh-huh. The brother becomes the father, right? Right. You also know that the brother has suffered from abuse. As well. As well. Right. Now, and he said, you know, like, you don't know what he's done to me, right? Mm-hmm. So now it could be that the brother was actually touching her like that. Mm-hmm. And it, he, it does, and, and, it does play out that way, and and it and and that he appears like the dad because mm-hmm. he's picked up the same mind virus that the dad had, right. that that sexual abuse thing that he was mm-hmm. doing because he was sexually abused. So now he was about to abuse her, and that's why she got up all freaked out. And he was like, "What the hell? You know, I was just trying to like you know, like hang out with you and stuff." Like buried a hatchet. Yeah. yeah, and so it was like. Did she ima- and it wasn't clear. It's was like, did she imagine that? Or did that actually happen? Right. And he was that, playing that, stupid. That that was that was one of the first mind fucks yeah. in the movie. Yes. Because it was like, what? I think I think it actually did occur. Really? I think I think that's what the intention was, that he was actually touching her like that. And that it appeared to be like the dad, because the dad used to do that to her mm-hmm. and it reminded her of the dad. Right. You know? And so now, now he was about to do the same thing to her, you know, and she freaked out. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? And he's like, I'm just, I'm not doing anything. I was just, you know, hanging out, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And right. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh, I see what you see what happened. And you're full of shit. Like you were about to do something fucked up, mm-hmm. you know? And she was strong enough to get up and defend herself for once, right. or not for once, but like she was, she she's become strong to be able to like defend herself. Exactly. And um, and that's why he got the the, the what call it the Windigo at the end because he is a monster. Oh. Okay. So those who are monsters are at least in this iteration of the Windigo. Um, curse or mythology those who are monsters to begin with will become a wendigo right so if you're if you're that type of person you're already a monster inside you're already a monster in the, so in the inside the wendigo brings out that monster exactly which makes sense in terms of like Shit. how it becomes a monster right because in the movie when when the dad finally evolves or transforms into the monster he breaks out right. of the monster, uh, of himself. So, like, all that's left is this husk. Which was crazy. Which was crazy. But the monster was inside of him. Right. And now what was inside of him is, is you can see, is on the outside. Exactly. So, he's a monster inside and out. And so, this guy is now a monster. Mm. This cop. And now, he's on the verge of becoming a monster on the outside as well. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I, I never thought about that. I thought it was just all on her head. 
But now that you bring it up, yeah, makes sense. Well, you don't. We don't really know, right? We don't know where the memory, the imagination, and all that stuff happened, right? You know, like where does the imagination start? Where does her, uh, her her trauma, like start and ends when that scene picked up? Because you see the dad's face at one point, who's actually touching her. Right. But but she has her eyes closed uh-huh. while she's playing the piano, and so it's like, oh, it's not that she, it's actually the dad, it's it's, it's the son now that mm-hmm. looks like the dad, and like the Wendigo kind of, and, and here's the the crazy thing, uh, the whole relationship between the dad, the father, the 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 girl, there's a little foreshadowing there. Because the dad is dead by the time the girl comes back. Right. Right? And now he, now the son, Paul, is becoming a monster. Right? Now the, the dad is gone. Same thing happened with the little boy. Right. Aiden is becoming a monster after the dad, um, Aiden's dad dies, or mm-hmm. Aiden and Lucas's dad dies. Once he dies, then Aiden starts becoming a, a, a Wendigo as well. Right. And so that kind of is foreshadowed with the, the the story that's being told with the teacher, the brother, and that family. Exactly. It's it's a crazy, crazy concept. It's a crazy movie. Oh, dude, it's so sad. It was sad. It's a, it's, it's it's a rough movie to watch. Yeah. You know, but it's 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 makes you think. It does have his, like your little your little jump scares real quick, you know. But it was a good movie overall. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, um, I'm waiting for them to make a. I want Del Toro, if you're hearing this, which I sincerely doubt, I want you to make a Chapulín Colorado horror movie. (laughs) Chapulín Colorado horror movie. Hell yeah. Mm. Hey, they did the Banana Splits into a a horror movie. The Banana Splits? Dude, it was a show back in the day we used to watch. It was like these guys in costumes, and they were like, it was like a hippie show in the 70s. And it was like, I don't know if you remember, it had a monkey, a dog, an elephant, and a uh, a lion. And they used to show cartoons in this, like, hour show. Yeah. And they turned that show, which was a show that had, like... Sounds like for kids. It was kids. It's for kids. And they turned it into a horror movie. Fucking shit. Yeah. It's like, it's, I need to make Chapulín Corral a horror movie, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I I forgot what property has has become. I think it was like a Disney property recently became free reign, so right. anybody can can pick it up. Anybody right. can write a story on it. So I think it was Snow White, or I can't remember what it was, but they they did the same thing. They made it into a horror oh, movie yeah, or something. Yeah. They've been they've done horror movies all crazy. Yeah, it is like um, Snow White was actually what two horror movies? Was it? Or I think it was that, or it was. Um, uh, finest, I think that's what it's called, and it was like the story of Snow White. No, my fault. That was Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, it was Cinderella story. They turned into a horror movie. That and um, Alice, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Oh no, it was. I remember what it was. It was Winnie the Pooh. They're making a Winnie the Pooh horror movie. No. Yeah, dude. A grizzly bear with a t-shirt. <laughs> with a sensational appetite. <laughs> 
It's 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 disgusting. It's like Patterson Bear horror movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> called you know Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. You're lying. <laughs> no, You're dude. Lying. Blood no, and this honey. is a real fucking thing. <laughs> okay, if you go to Screen Rant, it says uh, the recent announcement of the upcoming upcoming horror movie oh. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey <laughs> was certainly a shocking one. Oh God! The revelation that the beloved Winnie the Pooh and his cute friend Piglet have been reimagined as a horrifying as horrifying killers has divided opinions all around and the movie's release is both anticipated and dreaded. Wow, I'd go watch it. I'm no, not gonna lie. I am not I having would, a fucking thing to do with that. I mean look up look up banana splits. The banana splits Banana Splits. The Banana Splits show. That's what it was called. Banana you you probably seen it. You just don't remember it. No, because you, you never watched it. I never but, watched this. But there was there were shows. I've never seen this. Okay, now there's. A it's whole, just dudes in costumes. Yeah. It's so like used to sing that song. Na, 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 na. Oh, I remember that song. Yeah. I mean, but only because it's in uh, Kickass. Yeah. Yeah, it is, and that's that was the show that came out like in the seventies. But they turned, they reimagined it into a horror movie where it's, it's late sixties. Yeah, there's puppets. There's there's these animatronics. They turn the characters into animatronics, and they go on a killing spree. The and banana start killing people movie. from the show. Okay. <laughs> so on Wikipedia, there's this banana splits movie. Yeah, it is a 2019 American comedy horror film directed by Danishka Estorasi. From a screenplay written by Jed Elenoff and Scott Thomas, serving uh, <clears throat> serving as a horror reimagining of Hanna Barbera's 1968 children's television series, The Banana Splits. <laughs> the film stars Danny Kind, Steve Lund, Selene, Selena Martin. Uh, I don't know who these people are. Not a bunch uh, of nobodies. Yeah. Well, I don't know if. I mean, they're in movies. They're more than we are right now. It follows a family attending a live taping of the aforementioned show uh, and trying to, aforementioned show, and trying to survive when the titular characters go haywire upon learning of their upcoming cancellation, starting a killing spree around the studio. Interesting. <laughs> still no, I still don't care. To watch it, but it's interesting. Uh, release date July 18th, 2019, San Diego Comic Con International. Yeah, <laughs> it did come out. I watched it already. You know, yeah, I was like, No, did you like it? I, it's stupid, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I find it stupid. It's stupid funny. I like stupid funny movies. You know, it's like, it's like, I was like, Okay. It's like you, you, there's there's one of the characters laughs like like a hyena, mm -hmm. and he's like hoo, 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 hoo. and every time he kills, he does that noise. Yeah, and it was the dog they used to do it all the time. I was like, oh Jesus! Every time he kills, like hoo, hoo, hoo. I was like Jesus. Ugh. But it was one of those movies, you know. I was like, just to say, I watched it. You mm -hmm. know. Yeah, I have movies like that. Just like Black Friday, that movie was terrible. <laughs> you know. Yeah, dude, I have movies like that. Fuck, man. Um. That movie messed me up, dude. <laughs> I couldn't go to sleep. Dude, I told you those that movie had me jumping, dude. I told you the second one just kicked my damn 
thing over I cooked when, when I, you... I, I had a stand where I put my laptop and mm -hmm. that's where I do some of my stuff and my yeah. work and all that crazy stuff and I have the the book that I use for the show uh -huh. my Chromebook and I have my laptop that never wants to work <laughs> it's always there so I stack them together and I was like I was sitting down on bed watching a movie and my foot was right next to the damn table <laughs> okay And the first jump I had was when the antlers popped out. Or yeah. Like his body, like his husk. Yeah. And I just, like a reflex, just went, oh, like that. And I kicked it. And I everything went crashing down on the floor. And I was like, I was like, fuck. Out of all things to kick, I kicked that. <laughs> <laughs> But it was like in a, in a very, and you know, because it was just building up to that point, you know. Yeah. He, he killed the principal. He's eating the principal, actually. And then he fucking... And then he starts morphing, Whew. transforming into this creature. And I'm like, what's going to happen? Because you don't, you don't know what's happening. You think, oh, his arms are going back. You think, okay, his hands are going to start changing. Yeah. Which they didn't. No, they didn't. They just started going like crazy. He started like, he looked like he had arthritis. Yeah. And then he just starts going, roaring, looking up to the sky. And the next thing you know, boom, antlers come out of his mouth, his chest. And it's like, like, fuck. Yeah. You know? I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. And I was like, I fucked up my chrome. You know? <laughs> Luckily, nothing happened. Okay. Yeah, so I was, yeah. I was happy. I was glad. You know? But I was like, I was like, fuck. I was like, I just invested money on this show for this. You know? <laughs> dude. But, <laughs> dude. Dude. Like, you know what really got me? What was that? Was when, um, uh, when that one cop got killed in the shed. Wow. That was an instant kill. That was like, but that was super fucking scary, dude. And I knew it was, I knew it was coming. I knew the jump scare was coming. I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, he's gonna shank you. He's gonna kill you from behind. It's coming. I know it's coming. And boom, it happened anyway. And I still jumped out of bed. Wow. Like I was like, ah, <laughs> you know. Like it's it's just the anticipation of the scare. Yeah. Okay, but the thing is, is that you not you think you know it's coming. Yeah. But it does, you're like, eh, 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 and then you're like, fuck. And then, ah, it comes yeah. out, you, it you comes jump. Up. Yeah. Right. Now, those two jump, those two were good. They were good scares. I like those. But man, the kill that he did to that little boy, the bully. Yeah. You know, that was a rough ass kill. That was, because it was a kid. It was a kid. But not only that, but you see the, the other, okay, there's a bully in this movie. Yes. He's picking on um, Lucas. Lucas, right? So he starts messing with him, starts showing that he's like, there's a monkey doll and he's messing with it and he puts it in his bag and all this crazy stuff. He cuts off the head, fills it up with shit, puts it in the other kid's bag. Yeah. They started to a fight. At that point there, I noticed that the kid was like super, super skinny. Yes, that you're right. That is a good point because that's when they started noticing him. Right. They started noticing the bruises on him and they started noticing that he's, that he's not been eating. Yeah. Okay. So there's a point where the kid is walking home and the bully comes out and says, hey, uh, the teacher's not here to help you. But at that point, the creature's already been let loose. Yeah. Okay. So he happens to show up behind him. Right. Well, he, he shows hear, up behind Lucas. We hear the noise, right? Right, right, right. And then he, sh he appears and then just jumps on that kid. Jumps on the kid, starts beating the snot and ripping him apart right there. And, and all you see is the older, you see the boy run away. Yeah, you see that, Lucas run away. But you see in the background that that creature's going all out ape shit on him. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, wow. Now that's, 
you have to pay attention. Well, and the funny the funny thing about that particular scene is as horrific as it was, you don't see anything. No, you don't. All you see is a creature moving around. Yeah. You don't and you barely see him. Right. All you see is like his, his hands and a little bit of the antlers. You, but you de- you do see the foreshadow of the creature. You mean you, you see the shadow, the darkness of right. the, the, the darkness the, as he stands up. Yeah. And the little kid is like, uh, bye. Yeah. I'm about to leave. Luke, Luke, yeah, Lucas takes off. Lucas is gone. Yeah. Okay. And the other kid just stood there like at all odds and got his ass eaten and whatever. Because they yeah. never did find a boy. I I'm think trying they, to think. No, they, they found him. They did find him? They did find him. You don't see it. See, though. that's what you see. You need to pay attention. Because remember, there's a scene where they're like, oh, yeah, we, we, found, the, we found this boy. Oh, that's right. And they, they picked up the, the 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 canopy or whatever was cunning, uh, covering yeah. the kid, you know, and then they or the tarp. There was a tarp on the kid, right? And they picked it up, but you don't see. Right, they sure do. Then that's yeah. what she says. We're going for. We're gonna go pick him up, dude. If they would have, like, I couldn't. Have, I wouldn't have been able to handle that. Nah. I wouldn't have been able to handle seeing the kid get ripped apart. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't have been able to handle seeing the dead body of a kid like that. No. I'm glad that they, because I mean, I believe it's a rated harder movie. It is a rated harder movie. Yeah, I'm glad that they did not show me that shit because I can't take that shit. That mm-hmm. shit's just too far. I had a really, dude, like when I started watching it, I was like, oh no, it's a, they got little kids in this, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 uh, I've I've read about this movie before, mm-hmm. and I was I was like, I need to watch this movie, and I was like, because when we were talking about what movie to watch and stuff, we decided, mm-hmm. you know, I I threw out some. I threw out Bright Burn, but yeah, you're right. We're gonna need to lay off the comic book stuff for a while. Mm. And horror, horror was a good choice. Well, I mean, you like horror, right? You're good with oh, horror. Oh yeah. And I needed new stories, man. I needed to watch something other than 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 superheroes because I am tired of the world being in peril. Like I mentioned last episode. <laughs> Let's just terrorize this small town right here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's You're see. in peril today. Okay, <laughs> next week will be the town over. Well, I mean, there was <laughs> the, the 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 focus isn't the the evolu- uh, the like the genesis of a hero's arc, you know, the origin right. story, or we're not getting a hero saving the day. Although we do have a hero saving the day, but mm-hmm. the setting is, you know, we get a glimpse of the monster, right? right and right. the the focus is the 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 terror that a villain can create. And uh, holy crap! Well, I, I almost, I almost went with you on the Brightburn. Mm-hmm. We should do Brightburn at at one point because I think that's an excellent horror movie. But I have a real hard time with Superman being a bad guy. Uh, um, you know, injustice. Well, yeah. <laughs> I watched Injustice too, and I yeah. like I watched it with my kids, and yeah. we had a hard time watching. That was kind of brutal. That's see, um. In that movie, he went a little bit dark, super dark on that one. When well, I mean, him. it's like the comics. Well, yeah, but the comic books, well, yeah, you're right. I mean, they, I think the, the show, the movie was kind of tame. Yeah, in comparison to the to the comics? Oh, yeah yeah. yeah. yeah, I had a real hard time watching that movie, and so did the kids. Mm. It was, they did not like... Uh, bad Superman? Bad Superman. Oh, I don't blame them. Yeah, well, also, like, a lot of their favorite heroes got killed off in that story. Oh, that's true. A lot of good guys got killed off, and we were sad, dude. Mm. It really it really sucked. And and when Superman from another dimension popped up, it was, it was like, it was sad. I'm tearing up right now. It was <laughs> sad to have 
good Superman show up and tell him to behave his ass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. I sort of like that. I mean, sort of like the the ending of that movie because it was like... There is good. There is good. You yeah. know, he decided, you know, it's, it's a good It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Um, another horror movie we should do, and I know everyone's going to jump down my throat about it. We need to finish off the Halloween. Oh, yeah. October Halloween coming. ends. Hall- no, Halloween dies. No, it ends. It's end? I thought it, it was die. No. Because it was kill, the last one. Yeah, kill is the last one. Halloween ends. Hold on. Uh, let me look. Let me double check on the title there. But I'm pretty sure it's Halloween ends. I, I actually uh, reached out to Gabble. to our buddy, um, yeah, Gavel, Rick Gavel, and let him know that the trailer was out for this. But uh, yeah, no, it's Halloween ends, 2022. Yeah. We need to we need to put a a nail in that coffin. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So to speak. That's you know? cool. I mean, it, it's uh, release date is October 14th. Right. 2022. Right. I am checking that out for sure. I, I definitely got to. You know me. I'm a big Halloween fan. And I have to. I have to end this. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it has to end. Okay. So like Rick and I went back and forth and talked about, you know, what's going to happen after Halloween ends refresh uh from what i'm hearing it's a bunch it's a revisal of the series they're gonna rewrite this they're gonna rewrite, like reboot it uh, re- re- reboot the series and yeah there's some crazy concepts out there where it's like a female or uh oh a female uh, michael myers a female michael myers which, so like a michelle myers a michelle myers oh wow that sounds crazy <sighs> no no I, I they can't do that it's like they like what they did with the female ghostbusters no sorry can't do that but it's like there's there's a bunch of rabbit ideas where they coming out with the story but i mean i am still connected to the first to the first and second movie of the series i'm looking to see if there's any any talk about whether or not they would reboot the series It would be fucking crazy. Because that's what they tend to do is reboot the series. Well, I, I like one one discussion that I had with Rick was that they would not, they wouldn't reboot it right away. No. They, they'd let it lie dead for, you know, five years or whatever. And then eventually someone's going to be like, hey, remember Halloween? Let's reboot that sucker. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they reboot it like right after. Because, I mean, that's what they did with Spider-Man, right? And they did it with Ninja Turtles. It's like every, oh, season, every two years, they're going to do Ninja Turtles. Oh, every two. Yeah, every every few years there's yeah. a reboot of the Ninja Turtles. Right. Um, Each one's rougher than the next. <laughs> it, it, it's just that they try to make it more of a spectacle. Each one. Yeah. They need to take it back down. Because you know, like they made him superhuman, in, in with the with the Michael Bay movies, they need yeah. to bring him back down to because Ninja Turtles, 
was your 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 street level like ghetto heroes superheroes yeah you know no fucking crazy shit yeah you know they're ninjas they're ninjas and they live in the sewers exactly those are the hood superheroes (laughs) like put those guys back down like Like, put them back down there i had this discussion with a buddy of mine i told him i want you and me to do a discussion and he's like about what ninja turtles and he's like i'm down I was like, all right, what are we going to talk about? And he's like, oh, I'm, he started talking about the new ones that came out. I was like, whoa, 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 First of all, that's garbage. Okay? The new <laughs> you know, ones? The new, well, he's talking about the the revamp live action movies, which I really You're talking love. about the Michael Bay movies. Right. I, I hate those. Even though They're they brought okay. some classic characters in there, which yeah. I did, I enjoyed it, you know, I'm still a big fan of, like, the first one. Yeah. Well, I mean... Hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about this one too much because right. we, we, you and I and, and Fredo are supposed to do an episode. Right. Exactly. But, uh, but I, I don't. I don't. I don't have the dislike that you guys have for the Michael Bay movies. I agree. I. I don't like how far they went with them. Yeah. Uh, I want them. I want them to get them back down to like New York level, street level mm-hmm. superheroes. Exactly. Not this globe trotting, fucking, you know, snowboarding <laughs> shit that they did in the in the Michael Bay movies. Yeah. It's like, "No, nah, man, bring it back down. Bring it back down to reality. Put them back down in the hood in, in New York, you know, and you know, living out like, of the sewers. Bring them down to their devil level. Bring them back down, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, like not all souped up and huge and super powerful. Mm. They don't even look like teens. No. They're supposed to be teens. They're like they're giants. Not, they're not. They're huge. Yeah. I think the only teen one was there was Mikey. And he and that's because he played as a teen. Yeah. You know, but anyway, like, yeah, oh, let's get off that subject. Yeah. I get I get heated real quick. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they need to they need to make them shorter. Uh-huh. And they need they need to like really put the I don't know. Uh, they they put noses on them. It's so weird. Did they put noses? On them? Remember they put nostrils and shit on them. Oh, they sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I didn't like. It was weird. It, it was weird. I, 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 that's why I like the nineties. Yeah. Nineties turtles so much. They they, look- they need to go back to the look. They don't have to make them look. They don't have to put them in rubber suits. But they need to go back to that look of the original ones. But back anyway, to, back to the sewers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I think we've said our piece. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think which okay. Well, you got my opinion on the movie. What was your opinion? I love it. I thought it was great. Uh, it, it's a hard watch. Right. Uh, it's a hard watch. I don't think I can. I don't think I'll ever watch that movie again. <laughs> but like this movie was, oof, there was so much sadness in it. The movie started sad. And the movie started sad and it's just stayed there. I know. It's like it was you're in a funk in the beginning of the movie. Dude. Because I, first of all, the first image you see is a kid playing by himself in a fucking abandoned warehouse. Yeah. You're like, damn, how sad is that? Well, it was just like at that point it was just like it wasn't sad. You didn't really get a sense of sadness. You just said, Oh, you know, this is the setting. And then you realize, oh, the dad's a fucking meth cooker. A meth head. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck. And so, like, that's where the sadness starts. Yeah. And then there's the dread, right? It was, it's not just scary, you know? It's like the whole town was in dread. The whole town you is. You never in- saw the sun in that movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> It, it was, was gloomy. Oh. It was gloomy the whole gloomy time. Gloomy dark the entire movie. Dude. <laughs> 
That's right. It was like always like cloudy exactly. in that motherfucking town. Cold, cloudy, rainy. There's no sun. I'm like Jesus. Where the fuck is the sun in this movie? Yeah, there's no sun in that world that no, the, this movie's set in. No, dude, it's just <sighs> it's just a very, very, very dark movie. Like you, not in the sense of darkness, like it's uh, like, but I mean, it was dark. You couldn't really but, see shit. Sometimes. So, dude, like the first time you ever see the color yellow, really, is in the chest of the monster, right? And it's not even like a pure yellow. It's like a yellow, orange, red kind of. Right, like a blood orange. Yeah, you don't see any kind of yellow (laughs) ever. Well, I mean, think about it. It's probably on purpose, right? Right, exactly. So that when that actually shows up and you see it for the first time. It's so bright. It stands Stands out. out. Exactly. Oh, dude. Dude, it was such a gloom and doom movie. There you go. That afterwards... I, I had to watch something else, and I was like, oh, well, HBO is going to go away. Uh, I'm just going to watch some Rick and Morty. <laughs> what do you mean HBO is going away? HBO Max might go away. What? That sucks. As far as I know, today is Thursday, August August 4th. At this point, as far as I know, HBO Max might go away. There might be some clarification as to what will happen going forward but from my understanding discovery has picked up hbo hbo max to be clear okay uh has picked up warner brothers and it's hbo disney. max might be my goal discovery with disney no discovery is its own thing really well, i don't know who discovery i don't think discovery is 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 associated with disney i don't know i don't think so I think Discovery is his own thing. But with that said, Discovery is might might do away with HBO Max. Wow, that sucks. And if that happens, I probably won't pick up Discovery Plus or whatever streaming service they create on that side. Man, that sucks, man. That goes with my Young Justice. Yeah. I, another season coming. I'm not, I don't care for Young Justice. I do. I like it. But here, get this, though. Um I like the first two seasons. The last few seasons, I, I, I've i lost interest. Mm-hmm. But get this. So what might happen is going forward, the new president or CEO or whatever of, of Discovery and, you know, the DC division, they're going to do away with all of it, dude. They're getting rid of Snyderverse completely. What? They might let some of these movies play out. But I was like looking online, and it looks like there's rumors that that the Flash movie with Ezra Miller was going to go away. No, like they well, may they not. Well, he said he's, he's well. A, he's a nutcase, right? Crazy, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he's 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 ruffled a lot of feathers, and there's a lot of crazy rumors about that guy. But anyway, like um, like uh, that that movie might go away. Batgirl has been canceled. Exactly. I saw, I read that. They yeah. canceled. So the Flash, the TV series ends this year, I think. Yeah, no. The it's final season it, the final season's been canceled. No more CD no more CW shows. Wow. That is the latest rumors that I've seen that everything is going away. What? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> Find some new uh, some new vices, bro. That's it. I'm going to stick with Marvel. Dude, like they are doing away with all of it. And the only reason I bring that up is because this movie, Antlers, is on HBO Max. Exactly. That's how we saw it. 
Exactly. And uh, and after that, I was still in HBO Max. So I was like, uh, I'm so fucking depressed and scared. I'm going to watch some <laughs> Rick and Morty. Dude, I should start watching Poison Ivy. Um, Harley and Poison Ivy. Yeah, Harley. Poison, yeah, the, the Harley show. You got to watch that before yeah. it goes away. I don't know how much time we have. I don't know if it's going to go away. I could be wrong. Uh, all indications is that all that stuff is HBO Max is going away as a service. Oh man, that really bites. You ruined my day. Just no, I'm sorry, bit. man. I'm sorry, yeah, bro. It goes with the theme of this show, yeah. gloom, <laughs> the doom gloom and doom, gloom. man. Yeah, dude. Like, I think it, it's gonna go away. So, like, if you listeners, if you guys are you know attached to certain shows on HBO Max that you have not finished, you better watch them. Now. You better hurry up and watch that shit. <laughs> well, that's man. crazy because they just that's, they I got the the notification that Adult Swim is. Is um is on HBO Max? It's on HBO Max. It's been yeah. on HBO Max, yeah. but they're like they re- shows and stuff. They're, do, they're doing reshows. They're like give the season of, of season three of Primal, which is what I really love. Though I love that show. Mm. And then uh, another, they're bringing their uh, Adult Swim. What is it? Um, not Adult Swim. Is it Adult Swim? Um, yeah, they're bringing back the Adult Swim. They're bringing back My Hero Academia is going to be now on there. So My Hero Academia is going to be on there. Yeah. Yeah, well, not anymore. I know. And then, and well, then, Jujutsu Kaisen's in there, right? It's on there. They announced it. The um, they also announcing um, what was the other one? Uh, Attack on what is it? Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan, really? Yeah, they're getting they're, that. The, the last uh, season is gonna get finished up soon. The like the because there's like the fourth season is it mm-hmm. i saw all the way up to the fourth season yeah but like the second half of the four seasons coming out right in October, which is, they're I think. calling it the second end yeah i, I thought it was done i, I wish i i wish it was and demon slayer is also coming to um adult swim oh yeah yeah but i've seen them we've seen them all uh, thanks to hulu well i watched it yeah i watched most of that on hulu or netflix or uh i actually have a subscription to crunchyroll yeah, Crunchyroll is a good place to watch. So I, I watch because uh, Funimation went away. Yeah, or not Funimation. Uh, what was the name of that? Was it Funimation? No, Funimation makes Demon Slayer. Yeah, no, it's not Funimation that went away. It was no. a, another another service that I was. That oh, I, it's a sur- the service you're talking yeah. about. I think I know what you're talking about. I can't remember um, the name of it, but I mean, this is an indication of the fact that some of this stuff is not working. Well, yeah, but. Put it for me. <laughs> uh, I wonder where they're going to go. All those shows are going to go. Netflix? No. Somebody will pick them up, man. Yeah. Like, uh, like as some of these things happen and, and, and some of these... Because com- look, how, look how long DC started. DC had their own little streaming system. And it flopped under less than three months. And then HBO Max showed up and they picked them up. It was Funimation. What's for? No. Yeah, they they had a film. They had a uh, streaming. Um, they had a streaming service. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that's the streaming service. That has nothing to do with the company itself. Because as long as you don't cancel my shows, I'm happy. Well, I mean, somebody else will pick them up. Yeah, that's true. But uh, Crunchyroll, Crunchyroll is is streaming all that stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. Some so Crunchyroll absorbed Funimation or bought Funimation out or whatever. Right. And so all those shows are now on there. Like HBO Max is gonna go away, man. The CW app is gonna go away too. The CW, all the DC stuff is gonna go away. Damn, that sucks. All the all the DC content is is gonna get 
because the new head of uh, of Discovery, he's got a new vision for what DC will be. And so in order for that to happen, he's got to get rid of some of the old shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. So no so we might get we might lose Jason Momoa as Aquaman. We might lose oh. Gal Gadot as Wonder, Wonder Woman. Woman. He's just gonna reboot the whole franchise. He's gonna do a flashpoint. I don't think he's gonna do <laughs> I don't even know if they're gonna do a flashpoint. No, they, I'm saying is he doing his own flashpoint? If he's reimagining everything, he's doing a flashpoint. Well, I mean, you have to have a movie called Flashpoint, right? No, no, no. I'm talking about him series. in general. He's doing Well, I mean, you're you're saying that he's rebooting the series. Right. And that's what he's doing. Yeah. Flashpoint is a specific kind of thing that they do in order to reboot a, a series right. using a story. There is exactly. no story. Uh, right. He's just he might just just he just fuck everything over. He might just be like <laughs> fuck this, and then boom, it's done. Oh, that sucks. There goes all my content. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, watch Antlers and HBO Max before they take it away. <laughs> yeah, watch Antlers before HBO Max goes away. Watch all your crazy favorite shows. Um, I like that one Aquafina show. Uh, yeah, but that's on CBS though, isn't it? No, that's that's a uh, that's a uh, no. Oh, that a is. Comedy Central show, I yeah, think. That's a Comedy Central show, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and they're on HBO Max. <coughs> and they're on HBO Max. Oh, I hate you, <laughs> dude, man. I hate you, Discovery Plus. <laughs> well, uh, what is it like? Um, there's that one show. Uh, uh, they absorbed a lot. Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country. Right. I want. I I started watching that. I was like, "Ooh, I gotta watch this," and I haven't finished. Now I gotta fucking hurry up and finish watching it. That sucks, man. Yeah. That damn doom and gloom show. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, yeah. So, uh, like uh, cousin Primo <laughs> said, you better watch your HBO Max shows before they go away. Assuming that HBO Max goes away, uh, but just in case. You know, finish your shows. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's close this up, man. Yes. Thank you so much, cousin Primo, for coming over and nah, uh, recording this live over here, or not live, but like we're live in this room. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here at the at the at the, at the Low Rose Studios, aka the Man Cave. The Man Cave, the Flow Cave. Ooh, I should call it the Flow Cave. Anyway, hmm. um, or Cave Roll. Cave, the cave, the roll cave, the the, the rolling cave. No, nah. the cave was just fine. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much, Primo. Not a problem, bro. And uh, this is Ego Traves. We will catch you next time. Later, guys. Enjoy. The music you're listening to is titled Beast Mode by NBHD Nick. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. Now, Epidemic Sound is a great service for us content creators. If you need a service that provides you license-free music, head on over to Epidemic Sound and make sure you hit our referral link in the description. Yeah, man, this is a super sad movie. The Windigo monster in the movie is just a metaphor for the abuser that might exist in a domestic abuse situation. It's a super, super sad movie. And there seems to be a, like a duality between the, the, the darkness horror part of it the part that's you know the creature feature part of it and the sadness of witnessing this child go through that kind of trauma 
It's a fantastic movie, but I do admit it's a hard watch. So I hope you like this episode. I know it's a big downer subject, man. It, it was dark, but I think we handled fantastically. Now, if you like this movie review, we have plenty more. We do retrospectives. We also do fight breakdowns for some of the big MMA fights, and we just do tons of other nerdy content. For all that and more, make sure you head on over to our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes and a store where you can buy some merchandise and support the podcast. Now, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm Edgar Otraves, all one word. And if you want to follow the show on Instagram, you can find us there under the name The Flow Roll. And don't forget to follow my co-host, Cousin Primo, under the name The underscore real underscore Cousin Primo. And make sure you like, subscribe, comment, and share wherever you get your podcasts at and press all the buttons to make the podcast gods happy. Thank you so much for listening. This is Ergo Travez. Behave yourselves. Laters.